Buenos dias. Welcome to another daily devotion. I'm your host once again, El Padre. Hopefully you're enjoying this going through the book of Luke, going through the New Testament in a year of Bible study today. We are going to be in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 56. So if you've not read it already, please go ahead and read that. Then come back and join me as we uh, dive right in. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, yeah, this is going to be a fun one today. So let's write, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. Now this feels like uh, maybe we're beginning some Christmassy themed stuff here, but uh, let me assure you uh, today, um, I want you to understand this. We've, we talked about this a little bit in the book of Mark, or uh, sorry, in the book of Matthew. Um, but this here, what we're getting ready to discuss, it's not just that it's a Christmas thing. This is a pillar in the church. Uh, think about it like this. Uh, this is a building block for which the church stands. Uh, you will see here several different times uh, through the book of Luke, uh, especially here at the beginning, when every time you see Mary, uh, especially up until, not every time, but um, several different times, you'll see that she is referred to as a virgin. This is incredibly important. Now, uh, she didn't die a virgin, and she wasn't a virgin for long after Jesus was born. But it is important that we recognize that she absolutely was a virgin when this takes place, and she was still a virgin at the time that Jesus was born. Uh, why? Well, we're going to get into that. Uh, and so it says this, the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Uh, but she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. So uh, just for fun, for kicks and giggles, I have a list here of different greetings. Um, and so here we go. This is off of uh, TakeEnglish.com. 13 ways to greet somebody. Uh, and we, I think all of these are, are fairly common. So number one, hello. I like that one. It, don't, don't you think it would have been funny if the angel would have been like, hello, Mary. Uh, the next one is hi. Hi, Mary. Um, I'm practicing. Maybe I'll be able to deliver a message like this someday. Uh, hey. Hey there. Hey there, Mary. Hey, Mary. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Oh, yeah, those are all good. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. You can say those so many different ways. Those, those are all great. Those are great greetings. Uh, here we got, it's nice to meet you. 
Yes, it's nice to meet you. Uh, here's another one. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, we got, it's good to see you again. Oh, yes, that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, what's up? What's up? Yeah, I like that one. What's up? Uh, and then we got, of course, after what's up, we have sup. That, and, and notice, like, a lot of these, you have to do, like, this, this little head raise when you say it. Sup. Uh, do you have to do it when you say hi? Hi. Or sometimes you wave. Hi. Or turn your head, maybe. I don't know. What do you do? How's it going? How are you? I think I say that one a lot. How's it going? Yeah. Except for I say it wrong. Uh, how have you been? And then finally, do you want to guess? You want to type it in the comments? What do you think the last one is? What's new? What's new? Uh, all right. Those are all different greetings that we have. Mary here is incredibly troubled. Why? Because uh, this is a greeting she's confused about. It says that she was deeply troubled. In other words, you could say she's scared. She's afraid. Uh, greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Now, you would think uh, if, if he said, what's up, favored woman? The Lord is with you. Um, she's probably troubled for several different reasons. Number one, she would have been by herself. And then all of a sudden, there's somebody named Gabriel standing there telling you, Hello! Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Uh, it, it says she was deeply troubled by the statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. The Lord is with you. Uh, you would think that this would be um, a good thing, something that wouldn't trouble you, but she's scared uh, for one reason or another. And the angel told her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now, uh, I want, I want to point this out that Mary is chosen. Um, now there's a lot of theories out there. Um, but here we see that she has found favor with God. The reason why I think she has found favor with God is because, um, she is willing to be a servant of God. Uh, and we're going to see that here in a little bit. But a lot of people think it has more that because she's a righteous person. Uh, but here we see you found favor with God. It doesn't necessarily mean that like she was the, the most adequate or the best picked person or the most suitable person or anything like that. Uh, it just means that she was found favorable. Um, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now listen in verse 31. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. We see here that the angel is giving her instructions that she's going to conceive, she's going to give birth to a son, and she's to name him Jesus. He will be great and called the Son of the Most High. Now, this is really important here because not only is he telling her what's going to happen in advance, uh, the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He will be the son of the Most High. Uh, that means he will be the son of God. Uh, he doesn't have an earthly daddy. This is really important for us uh, as, as Christians. Our belief in Jesus as God is important because he here... His physical body on the earth uh, 
it is him as God incarnate. His actual father is God, the Most High. And the Lord will give him the throne of his father, David. In other words, in the same way that, that because uh, his, his lineage, his earthly lineage, his physical lineage, it, it descends from David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Now, I want to take a moment here to point this out, because there are a lot of people that will, I think, what I feel, they'll, I feel like they'll rob um, what the disciples believed, what Mary believed, what a lot of the, the messianic, or not just the messianic, what a lot of people looked for in the Messiah, that he would have an earthly kingdom where he will rule uh, the people of Jacob, that he will have an actual kingdom uh, on the earth uh, that will never end. And so with that being said, that's what they're expecting. And that's what angel Gabriel is telling Miss Mary here. That her son, that's not going to have an earthly daddy, is going to rule the kingdom of David forever. Now, with that being said, this is, I think, what, what is kind of interesting. Uh, his kingdom will have no end. Now, um, this is talking about, obviously, uh, the end times. That when Jesus, he's going to come, he's going to set up a, a millennial reign, an earthly reign, right? And then the whole world will be, um, the, the Satan will be loosed once again. And then everything after that is going to be fixed. Uh, everything, Satan will be thrown into the lake of fire. All the the, uh, the people who have chosen to follow him will be thrown into the lake of fire. There will be a new heaven and a new earth. And at that point in time, it will rain for absolutely ever. But here's the thing. So many people think that Jesus coming then means that this is when it's all beginning now. Uh, there's also this argument that would say that clearly Jesus isn't the fulfillment of these things because he didn't set up an earthly reign there. And they are expecting Jesus to overthrow the Roman Empire. And not only that, like I, his kingdom is twofold. And I think that that's important. A lot of times people don't acknowledge the earthly side of it. And then sometimes the other people don't acknowledge the spiritual side of it, that he has a spiritual kingdom. And it be, it does begin now. Uh, not only that, it says this, he'll rule, he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. Only Jesus can rule that forever. Why? Because Jesus, uh, before he was born into a virgin, you know, from a virgin, before he became a person, he was in charge even back then. Uh, before Jacob existed, before Abraham existed, Jesus was. And so because of that, we can say that fully, uh, forever began since the beginning of forever. It's, it's always, he's always been, uh, and he will always be. Uh, he doesn't have a beginning. He doesn't have an end. That's Jesus. Uh, but his earthly beginning, uh, so to speak, his earthly birth, uh, is in this way. It is a spiritual kingdom and it will be uh, one day we can all look forward to it, an earthly kingdom. Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I have not had sexual relations with a man? Some of the other ones say 
that it literally says, I do not know a man. In other words, she didn't have sex with a man. Um, which is interesting because, like, this kind of makes me wonder if she was thinking, like, he was saying, you already conceived this, but uh, what he's saying hasn't happened yet. The angel replied to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. We see here how the Holy Spirit is already involved in Mary's life. Uh, we also heard yesterday about how the Holy Spirit was involved in John the Baptist since birth. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Uh, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And consider your relative Elizabeth. She has conceived a son in, in her old age. And this is the sixth month for who, who was called childless. For nothing will be impossible with God. When you take the Holy Spirit and you take the power of the Most High, think about it like this, a little thunder and a little lightning. Not that thunder and lightning is, the, it's not that, but... Uh, it, it turns into this this powerful duo where nothing can be impossible with God. So first off, let's say this. That the power of God and the Holy Spirit, that it, it comes together uh, and it overshadows Mary and it conceives this baby known as Jesus, the fulfillment of of the messianic prophecies this this little baby that is going to be the messiah and with that being said also we can recognize that in the same way each and every one of us we needed jesus to come to this earth we also still need the holy spirit and the power of the most high to come on us to overshadow us to guide us to do the miracles in our lives and he can still do those things uh we see as we read the rest of this account, right? Like Luke, we talked about yesterday, Luke is trying to convince us that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus is who he said he was, uh, that he is God. Uh, and so because of that, we can, we can look at this and we can be convinced. Uh, we can have certainty of these things and we can know that we can also, because we see the Holy Spirit is still with us today. We see this in Acts, that even though Jesus ascends to heaven on a cloud and that he's sitting at the right hand of the father we still have the holy spirit and we see in acts chapter uh two uh and chapter one and really i think it's also chapter nine uh and even towards the end of um yeah where where we see that the people of god uh even even ephesians bring this up where the people of god have the holy spirit they have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. They have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They have the Holy Spirit filling them and on them. And because of that, they have the power of God. And so we can still see that power of God in our life. Nothing will be impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary said. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. So let's, first off, let's all acknowledge that this, this does happen then. Um, may it be done according to your word. I am the Lord's servant. The, I think part of the reason why Mary is chosen is because she is humble enough to say, whatever you want to do, God, just use me, which is our posture here. 
Use us, Lord. I am your servant. Our, our desire as a church is not to ever get to a place to where we just want to use God and make him the servant. And we're the, we're the guy that gets to get all the blessings and all the benefit and we don't ever bless him. Uh, well, that's not us. We are your servant. Uh, now, the, the beauty of this whole thing is Jesus clearly comes to, to serve. Uh, he does. But it's it's this intentional battle of serving. Like, now I'm going to serve you more. Now I'm going to serve you more. But Jesus is Lord. He has the right to lord it over us. Uh, and yet he doesn't because he's this crazy kind of leader that loves his people enough to serve them. And we need to be like them, uh, like Jesus and like Mary. I am the Lord's servant. In other words, uh, may it be done according to your will uh, may, or to your word. May your will be done, not mine. Um, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you so much for today. Lord, we ask that you would bless the teaching of your word. Lord, we pray that uh, we would be submitted to your will and your way and uh, the things that you've said over us. Lord, we pray that we would be submitted, Lord, that we would be okay with your your power and your spirit filling us, uh, coming over us. Lord, we pray that you would just right now, even on the people watching this video, Lord, that your spirit would come upon us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us again. I am so thankful for you guys. If you haven't done so already, Please subscribe to the channel, click the little bell, and you'll be notified when all of our fun videos come out, as soon as they come out. So you'll probably get, like, a super early notification. Also, we have a podcast, so if you would rather not look at us in the face, uh, you're totally welcome to just listen in on the channel on Spotify or any of the other places where you find podcasts. Also, we do have a Fire Within podcast. Uh, You can just search Fire Within podcast or Jesse the Mexican Superhero and you can listen to that. that. That is geared for training people on how to share the gospel. We also have um, a, a book, Fire Within, that you can find on Amazon or just look up notyouraveragedevotional.com. And then finally, we have uh, a new book that I'm coming out with one chapter at a time on Kindle Vela. You can check it out on Amazon or Kindle, and it's called A Letter to the Fatherless. You can read one chapter. is available right now. You can read it for free. Please do so. Leave a review, and uh, you can leave a review here too. That'd be great. Um, But uh, thank you so much for checking us out. Thank you so much for joining us. We will talk to you very, very soon. See you. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Peace out.